Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening to our weekly podcast presented by Opinions Anonymous. Buckle in because we're about to have a lot of fun. Remember, everyone has an opinion and we'd love to hear yours, but ours are just so much better. Welcome to another episode of Opinions Anonymous. It's the only podcast that inexplicably has an Australian tagline. <laughs> My name is Andy. And before we get going, you guys know I always like to start out with a couple plugs. So this week, uh, plug number one, surprise, surprise. It's our Discord server. Uh, there, as always, will be a link in the description. Is there a link in the description? I, I actually have never checked. <laughs> there so has I'm assuming been. assuming yes. Twice. I keep saying it, and then I have not followed up on it. So hopefully, there. Hopefully, Luke, you're putting that in. Sure. But if you, so if you've, if you've ever watched someone stream on Twitch, watch any YouTuber, listen to just about any podcast, you you probably know about Discord. So just you know, just go ahead, click the button. Go ahead, click, join the server. Uh, you get to hear about all kinds of things we're going to end up talking about on the show anyway. But you just you know you get to talk about them before you hear it on the podcast. There's even there, there's a whole channel just for su- suggesting your own topics for the show. So let's go ahead and, and do that. Or, you know, you can just come hang out and chat. That's cool, too. Definitely cool. Uh, OK, so second plug this week, of course, goes to we're actually changing it up. It's opinionsanonymous.com is the second plug uh, because there's some really good blog posts up from Luke this week about the XFL's week one and AEW dark. So be sure to go read those. Just, we need some clicks. Give me some clicks over there. All right. So those out of the way, uh, let's, let's get right into it. Joining me this week. He, he barely finds the time. I don't know how he does it week after week. He's got two kids. He's working a full-time job. He's fighting internet actually, or maybe not. I guess we found out. He is the blog god himself. It's Luke. How's it going, Luke? I just purchased my first internet company, so uh, we'll we'll see if everybody enjoys this a little bit better. Very nice, impressive. Also joining me this week, and he actually he has a really big announcement this week. I don't even know if I can say it, but he's the proud owner of a brand new Rhyperior. <laughs> Thanks to a trade with me last night in uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Or maybe we're announcing a potential streaming career as well. That to be determined. But either way, it's Other Luke. Other Luke, how are you? Uh, I'm fantastic. I'm completing that Pokedex. The Rhyperior helps <laughs> one four hundredth. Um, so that's great. Uh, streaming career, TBA, but we're we're working on it. As always, thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, we're going to start out up top, as we usually do. We're going to jump into our listener emails. But don't forget, you, listener, you can send us an email to, I hope I got this right, contact at opinionsanonymous.com. Is that the correct email address, Luke? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. We'd, we'd rather you tweet us, but whatever. That works, too. Or join, or you know, post it in the Discord server. Either way, we'll answer yeah. your question if you send us an email eventually so with that in mind what do we have first this week guys first we have an email from bud in new york he wants to know how we feel about the proposed rules for the mlb playoffs all right so we are luke other luke i i don't want to necessarily speak for you but 
I'm not. A, I'm a baseball fan, but I'm not the biggest baseball fan. I I have some thoughts on these, but I, I'll run through it basically really quick. the The idea is, uh, looks like they're proposing seven teams from each league are going to make the postseason. Teams with the best record in each league will get buys. Uh, two other division winners and top wildcard teams will host all games of a three-game series in the wildcard round. And two other division winners get to pick their wildcard round opponents from the three other wildcard teams. Man, what I copied and pasted from this random website is not in... It's basically not in English. Uh, <laughs> so if you followed that... Well done. Basically, they're adding more teams and then this kind of like pick your opponents thing. I don't know how serious that is, but it's it's kind of tacked on there. So what I guess what do we think about adding more teams to the MLB playoffs? So I'm going to give the accounting approach to this topic Uh, in the NBA. 16 out of 30 teams make the playoffs. That's 53 percent. Uh, in the NHL, 16 out of 31 teams make the playoffs. That's 51%. Uh, in the NFL, 12 out of 32. That's 37.5%. And the MLB was 33%. Uh, moving this from 14 to 30, that's 47% of the teams making the playoffs. I'm not a fan of more teams making the playoffs. I want the playoffs to be special. I want the the fact that you make the playoffs to be an accomplishment. In the NBA, every year there's... Teams with losing records who are just getting in the playoffs because, you know, they have over half the league makes the playoffs. And because they're in the East. Yeah, that too. And here's the interesting thing. You're saying, yeah, the NCAA gets 68 teams in the in the play or in the tourney now. Yeah, that's actually the lowest percent. Nineteen and a half percent of NCAA Division One teams make the tournament. I, I think that that becomes special. Less than twenty percent of the teams make it. I think the MLB did have a good thing going, and this would ruin it for me. See, you want the playoffs to be special. I want baseball games to be special, period. Like, one of the things that I love about the NFL is it's like each Mm -hmm. week matters. With MLB, you have 162 games, and it seems like this proposed playoff expansion adding, like, the three-game series and stuff, it's just going to extend that even longer. I, I enjoy baseball. I follow along with the results, but like there's just so many games that don't matter that I don't know that any changes are really going to get me more excited for it. I, so I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate here. If you're adding a bunch more teams, right? This is because what is it now? It's three division winners, two wild card. Yeah. Winners, I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly is now. So you're adding quite a few teams here. Your your playoff, you're down the stretch. Your uh, August and September, you're going to have that many more teams vying for a playoff spot, and you know, not starting every rookie or every AAA call up like the Reds have done recently, or you, you know, just not really trying or selling off players late in the season. Your teams are going to be that much more engaged, so your end of the season really should be that much more exciting, in theory, right? You still have to sit through a 120 games to get to that 
exciting part of the season, though. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I I lean more towards you guys on this one. I I have been Luke. You brought up the NCAA tournament, which God bless you for doing that research on the fact that it turns out it's the lowest percentage of teams that make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, do, we didn't we didn't talk about college football, which I think would be at least close to that. But I, I've long said, I, historically on this podcast many times, I've said the NCAA tournament has too many teams and it's too easy for a team who's not good to end up in the Final Four or end up as the champion and not really deserve it. Uh, the, the classic example being really, I think, both of UConn's championships within the last... 12 10 12 years however long that is where they just like went on a tear at the end of the season behind one good player but they weren't the best team all year it's i don't know that's kind of a fraud national champion to me with baseball the fact that there's a ton of games there's 162 games during the year with how like variable baseball games are you one game isn't very indicative of how good a team is so you do have to have a lot playoff like it has to be a series the wild card the one game wild card uh round that they have now i think is the dumbest thing ever because it's just like okay who's who had one good game right i disagree with that idea you think you have to have a series but like that's why the regular season i think you have to have such a big sample size because it's so there's so many variables game to game you have to have a ton of games to really like weed out who is good you know, Andy, I'm I'm actually going to agree with you about how the one game isn't indicative of a team. So, like, I don't even know that my gripe with the season length has a solution because it almost has to be the way it is. I just think I maybe that's just a personal thing with me, but that's why I can't support it as strongly as I do something the NFL. Well, I think you can you can shave shave it down some games, right? Like. We talk, I talked about the rate, you know, more teams being in the running for like the wild card or to make the playoffs. If you cut 20 games off of it, would how different would it be between, okay, with at 140 games who was in versus at 162 games he was in, right? Like, I, I don't think, I don't think you need 162 games to really determine who, who those team, the best teams are. But, so so there's some room to to shave that down probably in my mind. As far as the playoffs go, I think all you're doing here is like a three-game series that even still is like, yeah, you get your top three starters in, but there's still so much that can happen. It's, I mean, it's the, the it's baseball. One swing of the bat, one pitch can change the entire complexity of the game. So it, it it's, you're just increasing the likelihood that, the team that wins the world series is actually a bad team. Yeah, I would agree. The, I want to bring up two more rule changes that I thought were very bizarre. The first one, why does every team now get five aluminum trash cans in the dugout? I I feel like that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bizarre rule. Uh, No, but in all honesty, I think I feel like, I feel like the new pitcher rule is awful. So a pitcher now has to face a minimum of three batters or finish the inning in which they come in. 
unless they get sick or sustain an injury. I, I feel like that's dumb. Like it's strategy to put a pitcher in and face one batter. If you have a pitcher that in his prime would strike out Albert Pujols every time, but sucked against everybody else, you would put him in every time, strike him out, and then you take him back out. Like I, I feel like this is a bad rule, and it's just gonna create possibly like NBA levels of flopping with people faking injuries or faking the flu. Uh, yeah, I'm really sick after that batter. Um, I, I need to go out. I, I just think that's a bad rule. I want to see a relief pitcher like on camera just chugging like Ipecac <laughs> right before he runs out and then going out and be like, all right, I'm throwing my like six pitches here and then just puking everywhere. Yep. Like got to pull me. Have to. I, I, I agree that that rule is dumb. It's like you said, baseball, such chess match to force someone in, in for three batters is crazy. And you can pinch hit for one at bat still. Right. Yeah. You can, if, if you're a switch hitter, you can bat right-handed one at bat, the next at bat, bat left-handed. You don't have like, yeah, you have to stay on the same side the whole at bat, but still it's like, it's, I, I don't know. It takes some of that, like, yeah, some of that gamesmanship and some of that, that's uh, strategizing out of it. And it's going to make, it's going to make certain guys a lot less valuable. It's going to make a lot of left-handed pitchers who are like loogie guys, like, they're, they're going to be a lot less valued. It, it really hurts their place on a team. I really don't want to be labeled the anti-baseball person on this podcast because I really don't hate <laughs> it. Like I, I, I enjoy baseball, but I actually saw this rule and loved it because nothing annoys me more than turning on a game. Oh, they brought in a new pitcher. Great. He throws two pitches and then, oh, commercial breaks. We have to bring in a new pitcher and warm him up. Like, it's so frustrating. It's like, I just want to watch the game. So I, I actually thought this was a good change. I understand the strategy and all that, but it just annoys me when it, all the switching actually happens during the game. So I kind of like it. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's like a, it, their pace of play stuff that they're trying to implement. They, they had the like a pitch clock. They have a pitch clock now, right. That I don't think is utilized at all. Uh, there, there's that, there's like the batter can't really step out, isn't supposed to step out of the box between pitches, which they still do all the time. But there's stuff like that that they're trying to change. I get that. I get that like small, minute stuff. Cause that is kind of annoying when freaking Joey Votto has to like readjust his gloves 13 times between every pitch and whatnot. He's probably the, the <laughs> least, like the least big offender overall that I've ever seen because he literally will just stand there like in the same spot but I struggle to come up with an actual example but like that stuff I get (laughs) this like this stuff where you're actually changing the structure of the game I don't think is a good idea it's just like uh, it's taking baseball away from what it is baseball is not going to be a fast-paced game ever you're just it's just not going to happen here's another idea why don't the pitchers just get better so they can face more than one person really good point (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds stupid and probably has no merit at all, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. I don't want to drag this out any longer, but there's a relief pitcher who's uh, suing or filing something that he had one bad game against the Astros and got demoted to AAA, and he, he wants he wants compensation for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he should. He probably should. I act. <laughs> I actually love that lawsuit and I hope he wins. Like a lot of people have arguments like it affected contracts that people got this year or at least potentially did. Can you put a value on that? No, but like there are a lot of circumstances surrounding that, that we don't necessarily see on the surface. My favorite thing is Pete Rose's like nine page uh, letter to the MLB basically saying, if you're not going to, kick the Astros out of the league, I should be in the Hall of Fame. And I think we all three agree. Absolutely, without a doubt. 100%. I, uh, it's it's funny mentioning the Astros. First off, the trash can rule, I pictured potential potential <laughs> top three member, mankind, just like crawling yes. out from underneath the ring with a big <laughs> aluminum trash can. We're like coming into the dugout with a trash can and handing it to someone. I thought that was a funny image, but... Uh, the one of the bar stool guys I was watching one of their their videos the other day was like I can't wait to see how many how many times the Astros get thrown at and just get beamed this year yeah like, thrown behind them and shit like that like it's gonna happen it's gonna be every game and I I could not agree more I can't wait to see that all right I think that's probably more than enough baseball talk unless we have one more thing PM okay. Let's move on to our next uh, listener email here. We've got Rusty from Vegas. He wants to know if we have any thoughts on the Oscar winners this year. So the Oscars was uh, this past Sunday. We're actually we were recording on Thursday, February 13th, just before Valentine's Day. Uh, and the Oscars was on Sunday. Um, I'm going to run down the list of the, the top few winners here. Best picture was Parasite. Best Actress was Renee Zellweger for Judy. Best Actor, Joaquin Phoenix. That's Joaquin Phoenix uh, as the Joker. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Hey, that was presented without comment. (laughs) Best Director, uh, and one of my favorite names maybe of all time, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Parasite was a big winner. We'll talk about that, but... Uh, the best supporting actress and actor that was Laura Dern and Brad Pitt, and then best animated feature film, Toy Story Four. So, what thoughts do we have? I will admit that it, it's very sad to say because I love movies so much, but I've not seen any of the Oscar winners. I've admittedly mm. not seen really any of the nominees, but I did just ink a brand new deal with a guy. I know who, uh, you know, maybe you guys know too, but um, works at a very beneficial place that I might mm. be able to start catching some mm. some of these new movies. So uh, I am sorry that I don't have much input on this being the resident movie guy, but I just don't make the theaters a lot. But uh, that might change here soon. I actually have a connection with that same person. Oh, interesting. Uh, we're actually we're actually really close. Uh, so the only movie, well, I saw Toy Story four, but of course it was the best animated film. It's freaking Toy Story, whatever. But the only of the other movies that I saw was Joker. Now i I thought as a whole, I know everybody was thinking it was going to be the greatest movie ever. I thought it was a good movie, a little overblown as to how great it was, but I did think that his performance was was fantastic. So I don't have anything to compare it to, but I do think he was a good choice for best actor. I've never seen Parasite, couldn't even tell you what it's about. 
a lot of times these movies that win the Oscars, I they're not the movies that I typically go to. I typically go to the popular movies, and they're never the ones that are winning the awards. Yeah, so Parasite, I've it's it's one of the the rare winners I think in this category where I, I've seen uh, other Luke the same two that you did. I saw Toy Story four and Joker. Uh, Brad Pitt was best supporting actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I saw as well, but um, I did not see Parasite. It's one of those rare ones where like I feel I feel like people really really want like really really wanted it to win and it and like felt it deserved to win. And then it did actually win like that. I, I feel like a lot of time the, the best picture winner is kind of like Oscar bait, right? It's, uh, you know, some like big time drama with, some, you know, like a historical drama or, or some sort of movie with like, there's like a narrative behind it, right? It's about some sort of cause. Yeah. I feel like that type of thing happens. Like there's just movies that are made specifically to go win best picture and i i don't think that this was was that one it also won it won a million things like best director uh it was best original screenplay bong joon ho or bong joon ho excuse me uh actually wrote the screen the <laughs> screenplay himself i believe so he's writer director on it which is pretty amazing um and well it won best foreign film as well which if it's best best picture then yeah it's going to be best foreign film but i, I think it was yeah. It winning kind of came as a surprise. I didn't I don't think a lot of people thought it would, but most people that I saw were like it should be this. Hey, Andy, you're getting a little confused. Bong Joon who from The Grinch, obviously, uh and Whoville, but uh yeah, I, you'll yeah, maybe right. remember <laughs> you'll maybe remember we discussed this at one point long long ago. Uh, it might have been the best podcast. Uh, so, like, the pictures that should have won in certain years versus the ones that did. I think we had a really animated uh, discussion about this a year plus ago. I, I don't know if you recall that or not. I don't. It, it almost sounds like it's top three worthy territory. But, uh... yeah, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, I will watch... Uh, I'll definitely. I, I have actually Joker and Toy Story four at my house right now, so I will be watching them soon. I probably should watch Parasite since it won Best Picture just to see. But yeah, I, I'm a little behind, and I apologize to my fans. But if you haven't checked it out, check out uh, Luke's movie reviews with us three. Actually, that's on right. Eli Netflix is Eli, which is available uh, as a podcast, and hopefully. You know, in the future, available as a fun YouTube video, too. Good idea. Uh, I, I guess now's as good a time as any to tell everybody what our, our next movie review is going to be, right? Yeah. I'm sure it won't come out before this is released. But, yeah, we're going to we're going to do uh, I, I don't want to start it like that. Uh, that that could be really misconstrued taken out of context <laughs> we are going to review horse girl on netflix which is allison brie is in that uh she stars in it um and i think it just came out like within the past couple of weeks so we're gonna gonna be doing a luke's movie review on horse girl we're gonna do a horse girl we are going to do horse girl 
Yeehaw. I'm just going to say, I, I read uh, like the synopsis of what it's supposed to be about, and I'm fairly certain it's going to have the same twist Eli did. Let's let's it, 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 maybe. All right. I don't I won't rule that out. I will say I did watch the trailer for it for the like I try to avoid trailers for the most part if if I can. Uh, I think I have less idea what's going on after watching the trailer for it. So very interested in what's what's going to be happening in that movie. Other Luke, I think you had checked out last week and I was joking with Andy because we were like, let's decide right now and we're on Netflix. And I was like. <laughs> we could watch Horse Girl, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's let's do Horse Girl." I, I I've heard about that. That's gonna be really good. I'm like, oh, jeez. So this is on Andy, FYI. This is just an extended version of that girl that we watched. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. I thought they made a movie about it's her. A documentary. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's it will be like our first movie that we've done that has multiple like big name actors in it. So uh, I feel like maybe it'll be a little more uh, viewer friendly for some of the listeners. To be fair, it'll be the first one that has one. <laughs> yeah, good good point. Good point. <laughs> Luke, what do we have for our next email? Sure, our next email Shirley writes in and wants to know. What's something we learned in high school that we actually use today? Pretty good question. Kind of the inverse of what you get a lot of times, right? There's a lot of stuff in, in high school that you hear you never actually use again. Uh, basically, any any sort of algebra or calculus comes to mind. I think that's a popular popular one to talk about. For, for me... I, I can't, I, I'm sure there's a million things that I use that I actually learned in class, but it's more of kind of a, just how life works type of thing for me. Uh, I learned that I'm, I'm both really good at procrastinating something and still coming up with like a pretty good result, like a satisfactory result, which is the wrong thing to learn, of course. Uh, and then the, the other thing, but the other thing that goes along with that is I learned that I, I feel like about 90% of success is just doing what you're actually supposed to do or what you have said you are going to do. Like it, it amazes me having been in the workforce for like six years now, how often do you ask someone to do something and then a day, a week, however long, like later on when you're expecting it to be done, they're just like, oh yeah, I, I haven't got to that yet. And there's like, there's been no follow up <laughs> and no like, hey, I know you said to get this done. I'm working on it. Probably have it to you like tomorrow or whatnot. Like it's the biggest thing, especially in like a customer service based industry. Like, you know, basically everything is, but uh, doing what I do is a lot of customer facing uh, uh, activity and like, even just even it just that like little follow up saying hey i know i was supposed to do this i'm working on it here's when i think i'll i think it'll be done like that is so like so much of a big deal like it, it makes such a huge difference and it's really just the bare minimum when you think about it like just just following up or doing what you're supposed to is uh, it 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 goes miles, I'll say. It goes miles as far as uh, 
as far as your work life can go. All right. I tailed off pretty hard there. Anybody have something else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I was going to add something to that, is that just going way deeper into a rabbit hole? <laughs> no, not at all. Please. I was going to say, I actually, my first real quote unquote real job out of college was at a bank and there was an employee there who people would call almost daily and come in, you know, every week and say, Hey, we've been, tr- we've been trying to get a hold of her. We've left her messages. We've called her. Uh, she never gets back to us, never gets back to us. And, and at that point I was like, I vow to never be that person and to always respond to people's voicemails people's emails just just to say okay i'm at least acknowledging this and, and doing it and you know 10 10 ish years later i'm pretty bad at it to be honest with you but <laughs> you know i i like to feel like I'm, I'm better uh one one funny thing about high school is in every class teachers would scowl at you and be like hey you're not going to be able to carry a calculator around your whole life all right so <laughs> Don't you be using that? And you know now, obviously, we, everybody carries a calculator around on their phone, twenty four seven. So I always thought that was funny. Uh, and I, you know what? I this is going to be very basic, but it's going to be hard for you guys to disagree. Something I learned in high school that I actually use today: driver's ed. You know, I can drive now. <laughs> I, if anything, I've gotten worse <laughs> at driving since even my first day of driver's ed. <laughs> <laughs> I followed none of I followed none of those like suggestions or like none of the rules. I'm horrible like horribly inattentive. Do not have my hands or feet placed in the right place at any time. Uh, I don't text and drive for legal reasons, but I do text and drive or I'm on my phone and drive or I'm changing music and driving. It, my teacher would kill me if he saw me. <laughs> I don't normally text and drive. I usually like check Twitter or something. You know, a little more, a little more <laughs> conducive to to life. Uh, funny story, just real quick. The first time I ever drove after I got my permit with my parents, I was in their Explorer, which I thought was a huge vehicle at the time, and I met a car on. I mean, this will mean nothing to most people, but on uh, Northeast 80, uh, which is, you know, famously Metz's Road. But I met a car, and I got over, and I got over incredibly too far, and I got into the ditch, like, the very first time, which I got out of the ditch, but very first time I ever drove with my parents, I ran the car into the ditch and then plopped it back out. It was it was great. At least you were in an Explorer and not, like, my car. I drive a Ford Fiesta. If I pop out yeah. into a ditch on a county road like that, there'd be no getting me out. Yeah. Your Prius would be done, man. <laughs> See, I can't think of anything that I learned in the classroom, but from playing sports, one of the things, I know they always talked about it in football, Andy, I'm sure, in basketball, Luke, I'm sure, <laughs> junior high basketball. Freshman basketball. Uh, they always talked about, you know, fighting through the pain and the discomfort, you know, you're you're gonna be sore. It's gonna hurt. You're gonna be uncomfortable, but you got to fight through it and keep going. And I feel like that's mostly just a work day. Like my back hurts <laughs> from sitting in my chair all day. My boss is bitching constantly, so I've got a headache. Like I'm tired. I just want to fall asleep. But it's like you got to fight through that pain to get through the day. And I I think that's just the biggest thing that that high school and sports and specifically really helped prepare me for the real world. 
I don't know what my favorite part of that was, that other Luke is a total asshole. I scored three points in my career, okay, back <laughs> off, or the, or the fact that I flashed back to when Adam told the story about Andy, or vice versa, when you guys were on the same team in basketball, when you first started. Uh, I don't remember what story you're specifically talking about, but I'm sure there's probably five or six that would all fit. <laughs> I, uh, other Luke, I, I can't believe I didn't think of that, but I kind of can't agree more, uh, that, and this probably came for me more from, from running cross country. I mean, notably, I will say before, before I get too far down this, (laughs) this rabbit hole, we're all big time jocks here. I think that's, that's readily apparent. We're (laughs) the most popular, uh, kids in, in school of course but no i was a i was a, a cross-country runner and maybe this is just distance distance running kind of in general but they're just kind of like hey yeah you're gonna get tired but keep moving like that's such a work ethic thing like i i feel like that's my exact work work ethic now is just well i'm just not gonna like i just don't stop like i'm going at my constant rate forever and w- like will be there longer than other people and we, you know, we'll just keep going. It's same thing with football. You just have to like continuously, you're hitting each other over and over and over and over. And you, you can't, you can't stop, right? Like if you, if you do, you're fucked. So it's like, yeah, there's, there's a certain like, yeah, just stick to itiveness that you need in sports that I think goes a long way in the professional world. I'll add one more thing since we're huge jocks and well, what course. I learned. Uh, so I, I, I obviously, you know, was, I mean, we had a football player, we had a track cross country guy and we had a golf guy, right? I played golf and, and what I learned the freshman year before I got kicked off the team was, uh, you, you can't, you can't skip your group and just hang out with your friends because occasionally you're going to have to golf or work with people you don't always like and you just kind of have to tough it out uh you know but but hey who's counting right i thought you were going to say you got kicked off the golf team because at the first practice you realized it wasn't a scramble yeah yeah. whoa i have to hit my own ball every time that was actually that was some good stuff that was better than i thought it was going to be we're we're pretty uplifting here All right, with that out of the way, it is time. This is exciting. It's time for a new segment on the show. It's the return of the week. <laughs> and this week, of course, we had the return of the week. What a what a great segment this will surely become in the, the future of Opinions Anonymous. Uh, but this week, Coach Bobby Knight returned to IU for the first time in 20 years. And also for the first time since he said the people involved in his firing he hopes are dead. Uh, so, so an interesting dynamic there. Uh, what do you guys think about Bobby Knight returning to Assembly Hall for the first time in 20 years? You know, I was really more focused on the Hooters wings I was eating at the time that he came out. Mm. And obviously I don't care for IU at all, but I mean, for them, I'm sure it was a great moment. Uh, I, I, I don't really not being an IU fan, like I understand the importance, but it just didn't affect me. So therefore, 
it's really hard to determine how great it was. Yeah, so, other Luke, imagine uh, being an Edge fan your whole life, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and instead of retiring, WWE fired him wrongfully, and, and it was chaotic, and then he came back. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to, like... I was actually, this. I was going to, I was going to compare it to, like... <laughs> If CM Punk hadn't come back yeah. to be like uh, a person, like an analyst on Fox, yeah. and had just showed up in the Royal Rumble this year, like it would be similar. I feel like it's like uncontrollable jizz. Is what you're <laughs> exactly. Saying? Uh, for the fans, this was phenomenal. Uh, Bobby Knight actually not doing great health wise. If you saw him, you, he could hardly walk. I think he has some early onset dementia. So I'm glad that he got back to IU. I think that, I mean, it's been 20 years. Obviously, some things happened that were um, not, how do I say, not not good at all. Um, but but just having somebody so important to the fans, important to the university, maybe not at the very end of his stint, but important to the university in general, to come back was great. Um, and I'm glad that it happened before. It, it would have just been sad to have seen him pass away and never came back to IU. I personally, I, I was happy to see him come back because I do think it's it's where he belongs, and it would be a sort of Pete Rose Hall of Fame situation. I think if he had never never come back, so it, it is really good to see. Uh, I, I, you know, part of this that goes underrated uh, as a whole with with Bobby Knight is. People talk about the the championships he won for IU, but people forget that on the 1959-1960 Ohio State Buckeye <laughs> National Championship team, Bob Knight was on the roster. So uh, you're Ohio State National Champion. Uh, they're one and only national championship in basketball. So people don't talk about that enough. If they don't. But back to, <laughs> I mean, back to the return itself. I, I think the the most amazing thing about it was the fact that, you know, bolstered by coach Knight returning to assembly hall the hoosiers went on to to soundly beat the the purdue boilermakers right <laughs> is is that what happened you you so quickly forget who edits every single week <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so this will be completely cut out i see all right, all right. uh t- congrats to luke you as a as an iu fan and all iu fans out there and to coach knight for uh for making it back all right with that it's time for our it's actually time for another <laughs> new segment i can't Fun wait fact another another new segment and this segment is it's andy's fear of the week uh so this is uh maybe an actually recurring segment because there certainly could be one every week uh, but th- this week, my fear, my fear of the week this week, uh, I'll start with a little backstory. I, I moved to a new apartment uh, a couple months ago. I think we talked about it on the podcast a couple of times. Moved from a very, very small place to a slightly less small place. And for three months, I've been living with basically the same, all the same like furniture that I, I had in my tiny tiny apartment so like a shitty beat up couch that i've had for a number of years i've never gone out and like bought furniture like new furniture nice stuff for myself so i was like you know what i'm gonna do this and and i finally kind of talked myself up into it and went and bought like a really nice couch an ottoman a very nice dresser and spent what i would say is 
a totally reasonable amount of money uh, for brand new things. Certainly well within my budget. I had a, like a budget in mind that I, that I exceeded or not exceeded that I did not exceed that I was well within the bounds of. Despite all of this, as soon as I got back, you know, to my apartment, kind of sat down, I, I called my, my mom and said, mom, I need you to give me reassurance that I didn't just spend way too much money. And when she heard uh, what, like how much I spent, she was like, what are you talking? Like, that's totally reasonable. Like, did the, the classic mom thing. I was like, yeah, you were totally justified to do that. I can't believe you haven't already. Uh, so that being said, my fear of this week is, is spending amounts of money that really aren't even that large and are well within my budget. Yet I'm still afraid of that. So uh, <laughs> can you guys sympathize at all with that? I thought you were going to say you bought new furniture, you got home, and you were so upset about it that you threw up all over your new furniture and ruined it, and then you wasted money. But yeah, no, I, I think you're you're doing great. Um, <laughs> I also, also for all our listeners out there, there's a GoFundMe out there for Andy to <laughs> reimburse, reimburse him for buying new furniture. It's it's twenty seven dollars is our goal, guys. Nice. Yeah. It's it's funny because I, I'm also a person that will is very liberal about spending small amounts of money. Uh and, and really hitting Amazon hard and impulse purchasing a lot of things. But like once you start to get over the like five hundred, a thousand dollar mark, I get so nervous. And yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's a, a weird life I lead. It's it's funny because the other day I was relieved that Duncan's history purchase history only goes back uh, like ten days instead of my <laughs> entire life. So you just see that coffee every day yeah. for like five years. I've only I've only spent thirty bucks there my entire life. Oh goodness! All right. Well, we'll see if any of those segments make a comeback down the road. I think it's finally time to close up shop for the week. Our plugs, as usual, follow us on social media. We are at Opinions and On Pod on Twitter. Visit and like our Facebook page. Check out our website, opinionsanonymous.com. The aforementioned AEW Dark blog is up there, and I've been told is excellent. Uh, if you have a burning question for us, you can email us at contact at opinionsanonymous.com. And wherever you're listening to this, make sure you absolutely hammer that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, and rate us five stars and leave a review. We'll read it live right now. This week's review comes to us from, uh, looks like looks like it was supposed to be Dragonfly23, but it appears to be Dr. Gonefly23. <laughs> I find myself trying to jump in on you guys' conversations, lol. Just some friends discussing various topics in a funny way. And that's it. So thank you to Dr. Gonfly23 for that excellent <laughs> review. Uh, go, go ahead and leave us a review. And as I said, we'll read it during this time. Uh, and, and, you know, rate, rate us five stars, of course. If you're driving right now and you're hearing this, please pull over to the side of the road and pull out your phone and click on your uh, podcast app and rate us five stars right now. Please pull over. Yeah, yeah, do it. Definitely. Driver's ed, teachers be damned. <laughs> uh, as a bonus this week for each five-star review, 
Uh, I will Venmo other Luke ten dollars. Oh, that's it. That's okay. just it. That's that's the whole thing. So leave your leave your reviews, leave your ratings, and then uh, ask other Luke for money later on. <laughs> We're gonna put this to the test. Oh, I promise all right. you this week. I am getting a hold of every exactly. family member I have. <laughs> yeah. Being like, please, we need some traction. I'll give you five here. bucks. <laughs> I just talked about the uh, large purchases being a, a fear of mine. So make me face my fears. That's what I'll say. Purchase me new furniture. <laughs> All right. And with that, for Luke and for other Luke, I've been Andy. We'll see you next time on Opinions Anonymous. Bye-bye. R.I.P. Cousin Kyle. Rip. Rip Kyle. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Opinions Anonymous, mate. The podcast that reminds you everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Cheers.